Blog Talk Radio. Popularity and maybe record sales and maybe 
a, a group of people voting. I it, it really, it, they were the most ridiculous things. Jennifer <laughs> Lopez won an award for like for making music. I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't get now, it. Is it. You don't understand the music, or you don't understand how she could have won an award for making music? No, I I get the music. It's complete uh-huh. shit. I get it. <laughs> but <laughs> and listen, I'll probably run to it tomorrow. But mm-hmm. do I think that it deserves awards when there's, you know, artists like Mark Broussard or Brett Denon that aren't getting any? No, I, I, I don't know. Listen, I, I, I mean, they're neither one are Latina, but they would not be in the same <laughs> category. But, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. What did you think, Ryan? What did you – tell me, tell me, tell me. We were both well, well, we were Facebooking and tweeting back and forth, and I want you to tell me what you <laughs> I mean, well, well, before we get on to me, did, did, were there any redeemable parts to you? Redeemable parts. I, I will say that, without a doubt, Adele had the record of this year. She had the record of, of, of this past year. I, am, okay. I'm, I think she's fantastic, and I think it's, you know, it's overplayed, but whatever, that's not her fault. I think that she had the record of the year. Um, and did I will she win? That, did she win an award? I think whatever that last award was, is Artist of the Year or something, I think she won that. She wasn't there. Oh, she, had vocal, uh-huh. she had vocal cord surgery. No, Taylor Swift she won that. Are you kidding? Well, she won something. It was the, or something. It was like yeah. the second to the last. I don't know. She had vocal cord surgery, so she wasn't there to accept her award. Um, yeah. You know, and also I felt that Katy Perry was, was great in that Jetson dress that she was wearing. She totally blew everyone away. No one expected that she would come out and just do a... You know, just a song, her and a guitar. That was. Uh, I love a, a that. Though. Less is more. Less is more, especially from a girl like Katy Perry, especially from someone like her, because she's so, um, she's so colorful, and she she always kind of wows us with her with her presentation and, and the the kind of performance that she does. But I think that she kind of makes more of an impact on her audience when she does things like that, because she is such a great performer and she's a great singer. And I really, um, yeah. I really appreciated that. But I mean, I don't know. That's yeah, that was me. good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the I underwear think... at the end of the show was <laughs> was interesting. Well, but... I think that was one of you know, I, I was not looking forward to that finale, but I, I think that wound up being one of the best parts of the show, which is sad in a way, but it's also like at least that LMFAO, um, they got out there and they did choreography and they brought out, you know, David Hasselhoff and it was just, it was so I was re- I was like, am I seeing, is that David Hasselhoff? What is happening? What is happening? And why does that guy have a box on his head? I don't understand. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I think that, that was you, good. Yeah. You, okay. I mean, good relative, but I mean, I think I said to you that I'm going to go. If that what? was good, then I'm going to, I think I said to you, if that's good, I'm going to go put a box on my head and and get my Casio and go do a dance in leopard skinny jeans outside Tommy Matola's office and just wait for Didn't, him to come out. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> um, well, what else did I like? I, I did. I, I enjoyed the Katy Perry, and I, I could not stand the Maroon 5 performance, but you know I've always oh. disliked them. See, okay, I've not always been on the on the hateration with the Maroon Five. I love I love songs by Jane. I love that album, but I I thought that maybe this particular 
thing was not good for them <laughs> slash him. I don't know what else to say. Um, you know who sounded... What? You know who sounded surprisingly bad was Ryan Tedder from One Republic, but he sounded... He wasn't hitting the notes that he was meant to. Uh, that's what I'm... I'm wondering if, like, they couldn't hear themselves. Yeah. I'm wondering if, like... I mean, I don't know how that works when you're in a venue like that. I mean, I'm just using mm-hmm. monitors in front of me. But, I mean, to have it in your ear like that, I, I can't imagine because he wasn't the only one. I mean, there was at least a couple singers that were a little sharp who aren't normally. So I'm wondering yeah. if maybe there is a, if there was a problem with the sound if they couldn't hear themselves. Well, i got to say that um, someone who could hear himself apparently was Mark Anthony, and he saved that whatever Pitbull and Little John were doing out there, I have no idea. But Mark Anthony saved that damn performance. Uh, I listen, listen. I Mark Anthony is a is a great singer. He's very, very good. And um, I was surprised. I mean, I'm wondering what it was like backstage for J Lo and Mark Anthony last night. But yeah. I mean, nice that they were there and able to perform. And I mean, at least him, he was able to sing live, and she was able to not sing live. And good for them. <laughs> <laughs> What about what's you know? his name? Um, Taylor Swift. Uh, her her speech when she won Artist of the Year. I really wanted Kanye to come back out and take that mic away from her. What, <laughs> what 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 part? You just wanted him to be like Beyonce, Beyonce, or what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, Beyonce had the Beyonce had the greatest country record of all time. You know something like that. <laughs> she did. She did. Uh, Girl knows, well, we, knows how to play the guitar. We briefly touched on this um, uh, Maroon 5 performance um, and Christina Aguilera of course came out and sang with Adam Levine and, uh, do you know how that performance made me feel? I don't think it made you feel good I think maybe it felt did you feel certain wet? I think I did feel Blazing Rye Radio no longer retains the rights to the Certain Way theme song hit the brakes Florence back to you Ryan and what's her name? Christina Aguilera made me feel a certain way. So uncomfortable. It takes a real special person to make Adam Levine look good, and she did it. What was that dress? Why was that dress? Why did no one talk her out of it? Yeah. Also, remember remember in high school when you were either on Team Britney or Team Christina, and I hate to say it to my friend Jaden Solomon, who was ride or die in high school for Christina, but Britney won. Brittany managed to overcome apparent depression on the verge of insanity and came out on top. And after all these years, oddly enough, it's Brittany who has the musical staying power, not Christina. A producer has a hot track. It goes to Britney Spears. Till the World Ends is the catchiest song I've heard since Ignition. I was always Mm -hmm. team Brittany, and it's still Brittany who keeps the party going all night long, even till the world ends. Hit me, Brittany, as many times as you possibly can. Michelle Kinney's smoking niece has defied all the odds against her. I love that girl. What think you about Brittany Spears, Michelle Kinney? Well, listen, I've always been a Brittany girl. I've, you know, well, you know, I can't even make this argument because Brittany and Christina were on the Mickey Mouse Club at the same time. I watched the Mickey Mouse Club every day at 5.30 on the Disney Channel when I was a little girl. But I will say I've always enjoyed Brittany. I think Brittany is just a is a nice girl. She's a good girl. I think she's a talented girl who maybe um, was surrounded by the wrong people. 
but Christina Aguilera kind of has a um, a gift that maybe comes around once in a million, and unfortunately, she now is surrounded by the wrong people who are saying, no, 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 wear that dress. That looks really good on you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't at all. And I, she no, came good. out, and she's a little girl. She's a little girl. I'm a little girl. I get it. When you're a little girl, you have to watch what you eat, and you have to make sure you're wearing the right thing, and mm-hmm. no one, no one told her. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's um. Now, but both of us are are, are sipping that haterade. It seems. Let's let's get some positivity going. Let's let's bring on yeah, our first guest. Yeah, let's be positive. Let's be positive. Okay, good, good. Are you ready? I'm the first guest. I mean, our 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 guest tonight. Who? Okay. So let's let's uh, um, uh, our guest tonight is playing the title role in Teatro SEA's production of D17, the Roberto Clemente story. Please welcome back to the program Modesto. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, buddy, welcome. how's it going? Hello, yes. Uh, yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me again in the program. It's such a pleasure always talking to you. Absolutely. Modesto, let me introduce you to I got a co-host this time, Michelle Modesto. Modesto, Michelle. Hello, Modesto. Hi, Mich- <laughs> Hi. Nice to meet you, Michelle. <laughs> you as well. You as well. Welcome. Thank so, you. Modesto, you. this um, this is a musical that you're in. You sing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, I'm singing in the show. Uh, it's funny because uh, that's one of the, you know, as an actor, one of the skills that I haven't been working on a lot. And when the producers approached me with the show, they told me, you got to sing. So I've been taking uh, singing lessons for the past few months. And I've discovered a whole, you know, a beautiful thing with my voice. So I'm very proud to say that, yes, I sing. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So- and and did you take any lessons or anything? Yeah, I've been taking classes with Susan Icorn, a great uh, voice teacher who was working mm-hmm. with the uh, guys in Fela, the Broadway show, and mm-hmm. also sure. with Natalie Wilson. Uh, I have two extraordinary singing teachers. So I've been working with them for the past few months. And, you know, uh, it, I feel comfortable because, you know, I'm singing within a character, within a story. So it's very different, you know, as a like a pop, pop, pop rock singer or just a singer. So I'm singing within story and within a role. So in that sense, uh, it was very comfortable to me to discover that and, and to right. be able to communicate through singing sure. and through music. Yeah. Do you feel do you feel just like the the singing kind of lends itself to the character you're playing, or or do you feel that you've kind of had to separate them as an actor or a performer? How do you feel about that, about singing in a, in a, in a play? Well, in this specific show, uh, the music is, you know, it's very, uh, it's not, like I have some friends that they hate musicals because they say, okay, here comes the singing. Like it's so apart yeah. from the theme or, 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 mm-hmm. or not so what's going on with the play. But in this case, the music is very, you know, it's very intertwined with, with what's happening in the story. And, and you know, the show is about uh, Roberto Clemente, a baseball player who was born in Puerto Rico, born and raised in Puerto Rico. And mm-hmm. like myself, being back, you know, born raised in PR, music is part of us. So it's a very natural, uh, very natural for us to, you know, sing and dance, and it's part of our culture. So in the show, the music and the singing doesn't feel like 
strange or, or or apart from what's going on in the scene. So it's very, I feel very comfortable that it's part of the action and it's part of what the character is feeling at the time. That's, That's good. Well, you, uh, you actually, uh, this is not the first time you've played Roberto Clemente. You've played him before, um, and I know that he's he's been an inspiration to you. What is this? How does this story differ from the film that you did, 3000? And just to tell us a little bit about what the what the musical is about. Yeah, well, I, I did a short film called 3000 about uh, Roberto Clemente, uh, 3000 hit. And it was just that moment in his life, uh, just portraying and recreating that moment. In this case, the show, DC7, uh, I played the role since his early beginnings. Like, uh, we started the show... Um, at his funeral, he passed away um, December 31st, 1972. And at his funeral, his brother, his wife, and one of his closest friends, they're talking to the people who are at the funeral. And through their eyes, we see the story developing. So uh, I portray Roberto since he was 14 years old, all the way through 38. So we see how he became uh, the great baseball player that he was but also mm-hmm. all the things he had to struggle with because he moved to the United States in 1954 when the civil rights movement, movement was, you know, in every in everyday life, and he was a black Puerto Rican, so he suffered a cultural shock. Uh, also, he suffered prejudice and racism at the time. So we see all of that in the show and how he overcame all of that and became the great baseball player that he was. And on top of that, how he managed to help other people. He died uh, taking food and supplies to Nicaragua for the earthquake uh, that hit that city, Managua, in December 23rd. So we covered a lot of uh, ground in the show, and it's Mm -hmm. a beautiful and very special show, very moving and inspiring. That's really interesting. I didn't know until today that, that, that he died very tragically, and uh, interestingly enough, he was trying to go help help people save you know go save lives, and he wound up losing his own through his uh, philanthropic work. And uh, that, I mean, he just seemed like an all around. Uh, it's it almost seems like you don't really, you know, athletes do their part for charities and stuff today, but you you don't really see somebody who who sort of that that kind of pioneer right now, do you? In baseball. Uh, well, now it's more common. Uh, now I I think I I, I'm, I see that more. I see that often mm-hmm. uh, now with some baseball players. But back back in the day that we're talking about 1970s, there wasn't a lot of publicity. Uh, he he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, which Pittsburgh didn't have a lot of. It wasn't New York or L.A. who had right. more, uh, you know, not notoriety uh, with with the public. So back in the day, yeah. there wasn't a, a lot of media around that, but Roberto did that. So he was sort of a pioneer with that because he did a lot of stuff that people didn't know about, uh, mm-hmm. and he did it because he really cared for, uh, for what he, you know, for for the people and for the kids. And uh, he was he was true to his calling. You know, he wanted to be a baseball player, but also he wanted to help others. And uh, uh, yeah, he was a pioneer in that, and also in a, in a lot of ways, he was the first Latino inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, the 11th player to hit 3,000 hits. So he's, his 38 years of life were very, very intense, but he did achieve a lot of uh, success, and, and his philanthropic work, of course, is also amazing. 
Wow. Well, you know, Modesto, yeah. um, I'm, yeah. if, if you can remind me again, what age did you say um, that Roberto Clemente moved to the United States? I'm trying to he, do the math in my head. Yeah, he moved to the United States in 1954. Uh, well, he, okay. well, he was 20 years old, and then okay. he lived here until 1972. And how, uh, and so, how old were you when you moved to the United States? How old were you? Were you just a little boy, or were you? Was it later when in your I life? moved here? Yeah. Oh, I moved here four years here? ago. No, oh, I was wow. born and raised in Puerto Rico. Uh, wow. I, I okay, moved... so you have that similarity with him that you kind of came yeah. later in your life. Yes, totally. Like I totally get you know his his mentality because I was born and raised in PR as well. I come from a, of course a black family that mm-hmm. you know shared the same. My parents are the same generation of Roberto. So oh wow! So this similarity... this role must, must must carry even you know beyond you, just you know into your into your family and into your culture. This must be so important to you to play a it role is. like this. Yes, it is. It is, and I'm very happy with what we've done so far. We still have two more weekends with performances. And hopefully we're going to go to Puerto Rico, Pittsburgh, and come back to New York in another venue uh, to do more shows. But, yes, it's a very important show for me, uh, and it's a role that I've I've always wanted to play, and finally I'm able to do it. So uh, it's literally a a dream come true to do uh, the Roberto Clemente story. Wow, that's that's amazing. Have you you been to Pittsburgh before, Medessa? No, I haven't. I I went to Pittsburgh twice. Uh, to see the city and, and and also I went to the new baseball park and I spent some time with the Clemente family because they're oh, still really? very active. Yes, they're still very active in in what Roberto wanted to do, which was to you know promote sports as something for kids and young people to build character and you know help them to focus their energy. So the family still carries that that legacy. So I spent some time with them. September in Pittsburgh, and with also with some of his teammates from the from that team in 1971. So the research oh I've done has been, has been very expensive. I mean, expensive, extensive. That's what I meant. <laughs> and uh, but it was it's been very uh, enlightening and very uh, inspiring to discover all of all of the facets of different areas of this human being, Roberto Clemente. Yeah, what was it like? Um, these 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 teammates and his relatives could they see him in you? Did they understand why you're playing Roberto Clemente? Totally. Uh, we had the privilege of this past Friday. Uh, his two oldest sons. Uh, he has three sons. Uh, mm-hmm. Two of them came to see the show on Friday. And, you know, we were nervous and excited at the same time because, you know, we wanted to see what, what was going to be their reaction. And at the end of the show, they were just crying and they were so moved oh. and so touched by the work we've done. And I know them. I know them and they know me and they know about my interest in playing Roberto, his dad. And they were so moved because told they told me, like, you got him. <laughs> You got his mannerisms, the way he talked, and and physically I resemble him. Uh, I've lost some weight. <laughs> uh, yes, which is very hard for me uh, to look more, look closer to the way he he looked, and and you know all of those things helped me to really you know uh, 
do a good job, and I'm I'm very honored and 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 thrilled to hear from them that you know I I did a good job, and they they support the show, and they're very happy about it. And isn't that is the, the highest compliment you can get as an actor? Sure, sure. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm very happy. I'm I'm still you know thrilled about the, that that whole evening because it was very special for me, you know, because uh, I've been talking with them for years and then finally they see me doing it and, and, you know, it's a full circle moment. It's like, okay, okay, they they got why I wanted to play it and they did their move. So, yes, it is the highest compliment I can I can get. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. And um, you know what? I, I don't, yeah, I don't know much about the show, um, you yeah. know, where how it was conceived. What do you know about the writers? Where was... Um, the inspiration to kind of bring this story to a stage, and how does that kind of um, maybe tie into you and your life? What, what what do you know about the writers and their inspiration? Yeah, well, the writer is a Puerto Rican uh, film director and theater director, Luis Caballero, and he okay. wrote the show six years ago. Okay, uh, so it's been it's been around for a little while. Yeah, it's been around for a while, and finally this year came to fruition uh, with the producer Manuel Moran, and and you know they knew about my interest in playing Roberto, so they called me. They did tell me I have to you know sing in the show, <laughs> so I got to, I, I got ready taking my singing lessons, um, but but it was a uh, you know a perfect. Uh, marriage, as, as I say, because they wanted to do the show, I wanted to do the role, and sure. and it's about time, you know, next year, actually, it's the 40th anniversary of Roberto's passing. He died in 1972, so in 2012, wow. it's been 40 years of already, you know, his, his death, and uh, there's a lot of activities in Puerto Rico and throughout the States and in Major League Baseball, and we're, we're very happy that, you know, the show Next year, hopefully, uh, we're, we're going to tour and we're going to tell the story of Roberto because there's a lot of generations that they heard about him. There's some schools and there's some parks named after him. Sure, and but, I'm sure anybody who's ever been a baseball fan can, at least on some level, you know, understand and be able to, you know, appreciate the story that you're telling as well. And, you know, and and, and for theater fans and baseball fans beyond New York, I'm sure would the you know, audience would love to to um, be able to experience that. So that's great that you guys are going to be taking that, you know, outside. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're, we're very, very happy. And uh, we have two more weekends, Friday, Saturday at 8, Sunday at 6. And we're doing the show in a very nice uh, theater downtown. Uh, okay. It's on Suffolk Street, 107 Suffolk Street in Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we have six more shows coming up. And, you know, very excited, very excited about, you know, the audiences and their reactions and uh, what the show uh, is telling and how it's, uh, you know, moving and touching people. What does the title D-17 refer to? Okay, yeah, it's uh, (laughs) D-C-7. Oh, D-C-7, sorry. No, no problem. It's, uh, that's the the brand of the airplane he, he died in. He... He rented uh, an airplane in that moment, the DC-7, to take the food supplies to Nicaragua. And the title, it's you know, is DC-7 because it starts off with his death. We start talking about, you know, him being dead at the funeral. Then from that moment, we go through his life. 
So mm-hmm. that's the reason behind the title, DC7. Wow. Now, yeah. Modesto, you mentioned earlier that you, you, you'd lost some, some weight. Um, <laughs> I noticed a picture of you on the Facebook where you were uh, shirtless with a bunch of dreadlocks. When, what, what was, uh, when did you have time to grow your hair that long? Well, <laughs> that's the magic of extensions. <laughs> Why were you wearing extensions? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it's funny because uh, a lot of people were friends of mine were like, is that Photoshop? Like, what, what's that hair? Like, and that body. And, you know, I was going through a transition in my life, and I decided to, uh, you know, focus on exercise. And, you know, I lost some weight. I went to the gym. I do Bikram yoga. And then I've always wanted to have dreads. So uh, I had, you know, my afro, I had some hair, and then I, I went to uh, a friend of mine in Brooklyn, and she did the extensions, and I loved it. I mean, I am I really like the, you know, dreads. It's a nice look, and uh, uh, <laughs> I I had it throughout the whole summer, you know. <laughs> well, well, um, most, people cut, most people cut their hair for the summer, don't grow it out. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, wow, yeah, like, why the hair in the summer, but <laughs> uh, it's it was fun. It's extra, but hey, man, you can always pull that back. That's what I'm saying. There's versatility yeah. in long hair. There's versatility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, a lot of people would be surprised, um, you know, uh, pe- hair of black people is more versatile than people think. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now, um now, you going through all this this physical stuff, getting in shape, and all this stuff. I, I need to uh, I need to how'd take you your. It? I want to know. I want to know class. how you did it. Yeah, how'd you do it? <laughs> how'd I did it? Okay. Yeah, how'd you lose yeah, you all those? I mean, did, I don't know how much. Bikram you yoga. What else did you do besides the Bikram? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, just eating well, meaning I, I eat I eat five times a day, three meals meals and and sometimes two or three snacks mm-hmm. smaller portions uh and just in a common sense you know like nothing fried uh uh nothing heavy uh you know carbohydrates instead of just rice regular rice i eat uh, brown rice whole with pasta uh mm-hmm. i don't drink alcohol during the week i, I just any? have one nothing mm, you, i just have one day any? out of the week yeah, <laughs> just one day out of the week that I can eat everything I want. I mean, I want to have a beer or whatever I have it that day. But the rest of the week, I just uh, eat with water, nothing else. No wow, juice, that's no diet sodas or anything. Of course, no Which sweets. day do you pick? Is it, what, uh, is it Saturday, Friday? What do you pick? Actually, there's, I, uh, it's actually Let's today. Let's talk like it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> today? Today, really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm doing the shows in the weekend, uh, and, you know, I'm, I try to be focused and all that. And then today, for example, I woke up, and, okay, I went and I had, you know, lunch at a Dominican restaurant. I had, my, my, had two beers. Then I came home. I, I went to Crumbs, and I <laughs> I got some cupcakes. Uh, <laughs> so today is my free day. So tomorrow I'll, I'll go back to my regular uh, regimen. And then Thursday, of course, a special day. Uh, Thanksgiving, but after that I'll, sure. I'll go back to it, and you know it has yeah. to work because it's very balanced. It's nothing. I'm not hungry. I'm eating well. It's just I'm washing portions and instead of juice or sodas, I just eat with water. 
cool. See, the water part's um, fine. It's just sometimes I like wine. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> wine goes really well with everything. <laughs> yeah, I I know. <laughs> and that's why you're in great shape and I'm not. <laughs> no, no, but honestly, I have, I, have, I have I have so I'm. It's really I mean honestly, you get to a certain age, at least in my opinion, and it becomes that much harder. So I really admire your uh, your discipline, and I think one day, give yourself a day, give yourself a day. You know, yeah. let loose a little bit. Otherwise, you'll go crazy. <laughs> You'll just lose yeah. your mind. At least I'll lose my mind. But what I don't know. If I if I give myself a day, what? What? What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? What are your plans? What? It, what's on the menu? What's What's in the What's on the, <laughs> oh, on the, the In calendar? the menu, I'm I'm going to crash two parties. <laughs> okay. On Thursday, and you know, turkey. It's a uh, Puerto Rican. Uh, I'm going to go to two Puerto Rican houses, so there's going to be Rice and mm. potato salad, I like and it. and you know stuffing and dessert uh, like caramel custard flan. Uh, uh, it's gonna be rum, of course, uh, and a lot of goodies. So it's gonna be. <laughs> it's oh, gonna that be, sounds uh, so much better than turkey. Yeah. Oh, that all sounds delish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots, lots of carbohydrates and and turkey. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I like it. Uh, for anyone who's just tuning in to Sweat and to the Oldies, this is uh, Modesto Lassen, and um, we are uh, uh, talking about his show that he's currently doing um, and uh, the Roberto Clemente Storia Teatro SEA. You can check him out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday and Saturday at 8, Sunday at 2. Um, now, Modesto, we talked about this a little bit with Sunil the last time. Um, this show, too, you're doing yet another bilingual musical. Are there nights that you accidentally go into one language and stay in it for a while only to realize that you're meant to be speaking the other one? Yes. <laughs> well, really? In in this case, I don't have that problem because um, Roberto, his English was, you know, was very broken. So actually when he speaks English, he's very, he's closer to Spanish, actually. Uh, but the show does have scenes in both languages. Uh, some scenes are in Spanish and they're super titled so people can follow along what's going on. And there's some scenes in English as well. Uh, so in this case, I don't have that issue of going back and forth because his English was, you know, was very thick. His accent was thicker than mine. And, and you know, I don't have that, that issue in this particular show. <laughs> wow. So you actually have to make an effort to speak English um, in in his broken way, then. Well, yes, because because um, I mean he he came to the states without really knowing English. I mean, of course, in Puerto Rico we're taught English, but we don't practice it because we speak Spanish all day. So mm-hmm. coming here without a formal, not a formal, but strong uh, knowledge about the language was hard for him. So. As he, you know, worked here and as he played in the States, he, you know, he developed more, uh, more, uh, he became comfortable with the language. So it's, it was hard, it was hard for me to, to get that and, and be, do that, do that in a truthful way. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, I don't know, well, people who speak more than one language, my case, for example, um, sometimes people go into a li- different pitch 
they change languages. Um, really? So yeah, some people, some friends of mine, American friends, have told me when you, when I speak English, my pitch goes just a little higher. <laughs> uh, when I speak Spanish, it's a little lower. So in his case, it's very evident. Like if you go on YouTube and watch him talk, his pitch is way higher than mine. <laughs> um, so I had to, uh, you know, adjust not only the accent but also the pitch, the pitch in uh, for the way he talked. So yes, it's been very interesting to to really uh, talk the way he did in, in a truthful and in an honest way. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know what's so funny? Uh, I remember I had this I had this lovely Spanish teacher in 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 middle school and high school. Her name was Senorita Afanek. And um, she used to talk about speaking Spanish because there were I I grew up in a in a town that had a very large military population, so there were a lot of people from Puerto Rico that I that I grew up with as well. And mm-hmm. she used to talk to them, and I always felt that it was not fair that they were in my Spanish class because they <laughs> they already knew everything. But um, but she would talk to them, and she would ask them, "Do you dream in English or do you dream in Spanish?" And she said, "When you become comfortable with the language." or become comfortable enough, you often will dream in that language. And a lot of um, the kids in my class would say that they would dream in both. So I wonder, you know, I'm, I guess I'm just asking you, do you ever dream in English, or do you, do you dream primarily just in Spanish when you, when you have conversations in your dreams? Yeah, well, it, I dream in both languages. It's interesting yeah, okay. for me because, yes, yes, because uh, I'm, I'm when I live here now and, and sure. I'm, like talking English way more than I did in, in back home. So, I'm you know I have a lot of phrases now that some and sometimes it's funny because I'm translating into Spanish and I translate uh, literally, which you cannot do that when you do when you speak languages. And and sometimes like oh how do I say this in Spanish? Because I'm <laughs> used to say that in English. For example, running errands, uh, you cannot translate it, it, the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that phrase is no direct translation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so sometimes I, I get mixed up, but but in my, in my dreams, I, I dream both actually, both languages. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. Whoa. Oh, what the, uh, Michelle? Are you Somebody ordered food. Hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's going on? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. Like Let me. Hello. Hello. Um, hello. Uh, can I get a, Can I get an order for delivery, please? Uh oh yeah. Uh, order for delivery. Yes. Uh, how how can I help you? Yeah, my name's uh, Danny Detata. I need to order a large pie and one order of mussels marinara. Okay, large pie, mussels marinara. What do you want on the pizza? Some eggplant and meat. And <laughs> uh, any particular kind of meat, sir? All, all of it. All okay. Meat lovers pizza with some eggplant. And what's your address? Two forty five West Seventeenth Street. All right, sir. It'll be right out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye, my hawk. You, you take care. I, I think his name is Danny Zatata, actually. All right. Um, hawk, sorry. I didn't know that you uh, have a, you, you work, where do you, do you work in a pizza place? <laughs> what did you say? Do you work in a pizza place? <laughs> I mean, I I think we can just all pretend that never happened. Exactly. <laughs> I like to pretend a lot of things don't happen. So I'll just I'll just put said. that in the I'll just put that in the in the pile of things that didn't happen. Listen, I don't <laughs> it's a rather I don't, large pile. 
<laughs> I don't really want to pretend that. They, I mean, yeah, the uh, guy, he called into the radio show. He wanted a pizza. I wanted to help him out. No good? Hey, yeah. He's, just, he's just going to be really hungry, and it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> With that show, thoughts? Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Um, hey, let's, let's, let's play a game. What do you say we play a little game, you two? I like games. Kids love games. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Let's okay. Do it. Now, Modesto, you and I lived together. Um, well, we didn't live together, but we lived in Los Angeles at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to quiz you on what you remember about that amazing town. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. This game is called What Do You Currently Know About What You Used to Know When You Knew It? Let's kick it off. Blazing okay. Ride Radio also no longer retains the rights to the What Do You Currently Know About What You Used to Know When You Knew It theme song. Back to you, Ryan and Belinda. Miss Kinney, if you're nasty. You want some Pokemon cards? Oh, shit. Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> I never want Pokemon cards. I don't this... understand what's happening. <laughs> well, we, have no, we have no rights to the songs anymore, Belinda. Well, I'll write you some new songs. How about that? <laughs> All right. Um, that would be fantastic. And you're like, right. and changing the subject. <laughs> no, please do. Please do. Um, okay, first first question. Let's, let's, yeah. Here's how we're going to do it. Uh, if Modesto, if you don't get it first, then I'm going to give, I'm going to ask the question to Michelle, even though she never lived in Los Angeles. I've never been to Los Angeles, but I heard it's where dreams are shattered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, first I'm question. Projecting. Um, would you say, Modesto, would you say L.A., A, sucks, B, blows, C, stinks, or D, sucks? <laughs> I would say C, stinks. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> next question. What popular shopping mall does Usher reference on Concessions Part 1? Is it A, the Grove, B, the Glendale Galleria, C, the Beverly Center, or D, Ralph's? Uh, I would say the Grove. It is not the Grove. Michelle Kinney, is it the Grove, the Glendale Galleria, the Beverly Center, or Ralph's? That Usher Raymond references on Confessions I really want part it one. to be Ralph. Is it Ralph? <laughs> no, it <laughs> I is don't actually. I know what that is. <laughs> Beverly Center? Is Ralph? Ralph's is a grocery store. Is it? Um... Yeah. This you is actually the Beverly Center. Ralph. You don't remember that when he's ah. like sitting here in the Beverly Center, like man, not giving a damn who sees me. Oh yeah, damn it! <laughs> not all of us listen to Usher's Confession Part One as much as Beauty Ryan. Yeah. Listen, lady, that was a fantastic album. Hey, um, it was 2004. I'm sorry for. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sorry for 2004. 2004. <laughs> <laughs> that was a ridiculous one. That was not Usher, let's point out. All right, let's, let's move on to what made Modesto, what made our director at the Hollywood Fight Club Theater never attend a show, never attend a performance? Was it A, Iago teased her, B, Iago Sanduskied her, C, Iago hit her, or D, Iago played an evil prank with a handkerchief? <laughs> There's no all of the above. <laughs> I'm actually not sure what the right answer is on that one. So, so yeah. yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, did, I don't know if, did uh, he, if he hit her. 
<laughs> he, he did. Okay, so that I'm not hallucinating. That actually happened. What? How did that happen? We were rehearsing. How were they even in position where he could hit her? Uh, uh, don't remember. I I I know she was kind of a all over the place woman. So. <laughs> Uh, I really don't recall the the incident, but but it could have happened. I mean, you know, L.A. Hollywood Fight Club, interesting stories. <laughs> that was the name of the theater. Wait a minute, he did he really hit her? Did did that kid hit our director? No, no I, I cannot tell. I cannot tell. Uh, if that happened, I really don't know. But I I knew that you know there were, you know, tension in the air. See, this is the problem with people like Modesto. He's too positive, too nice. He's not willing to talk any trash. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> well, give talk me two trash. beers and some rum, and I'll I'll talk trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, uh, we just need to make those hair extensions tighter, get you a little more angry, so you can uh, talk some trash. But which is better? Um, a Twilight. B Ugh. New Moon. C Ugh. Eclipse. Or D, Breaking Dawn Part 1. Terrible. Oh, that's a hard one because I haven't seen any of those. Oh, my Lord, you are not missing anything. <laughs> yeah. You know you are? I, You're actually gaining I, life by not watching it. Yeah, I read the last one really sucked, but... Um, <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> you saw um, the latest one? I went. Yeah, the latest one. I actually one. walked I, up I, to I the counter a... and ordered my ticket. It was embarrassing. Wait, wait, why did you go? To, I thought you hated Twilight. Why would you go see the latest I do. I, because I love my friend Emma Hunton, and she was like, please go with me. So I went, and I was I was laughing out loud at some of, the, some of the A scenes, B dialogue, C acting, along with many other audience members at the uh, 84th Street uh, movie theater here in New York. <laughs> so it was, the, it, was, uh, it was quite the... Uh, I, as I like to say, it's the Citizen Kane of bad movies. <laughs> um, okay, so Modesto, what's your answer? Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, or Breaking Dawn Part 1? Which is better? Better, I would say the first one, Blue Moon, right? Blue Moon? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to give you that. The first one, Just Blue Moon. Just put a orange Absolutely. in that Blue Moon and chug it. <laughs> yeah, because Blue Moon is better than any of those movies, although I uh, did see all four, and I saw the new one last night, and I, I really enjoyed the last half hour. It, was, it totally changed genres, I thought, Michelle Kenny. Okay. Oh, by the way, I got an email from my mother, Ryan. She's like a deep dish with no anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what's her address? Um, 565 Washington mm-hmm. Street, um, Watertown, <laughs> New York, 13601. <laughs> All right, we'll get that right out to you. No answer All right. you say right, right away. I hope she's okay. It's going to take about six hours. So. <laughs> um, okay, which is the most fun to drive on? Um, first to Modesto, would it be A, the 101, B, the 405, C, the 5, or D, the 134? Huh, 101. I like 101. What is to like about that? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, the 101, uh, you know, if you go to Santa Monica, you take the 101, right? 
Well, you take the 101, and then you got to get on the 405, and then you got to get on the 10 to get to Santa Monica. You got to go all, take everything to get there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the 101 for me it was always less crowded. <laughs> I, really? I think, yeah, I mean I don't know if the route I I, I took, but uh, 101, you know, I don't know. I like that one. I guess. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah, 101. It actually does, looking at the list, it does seem like the lesser of the evils, but they are all so conducive. They're all, yes. Yes, they are. Next question. What do you miss most about Los Angeles? A, the smog. B, the traffic. C, (laughs) the people. Or D, doing amazing shows at the Hollywood Fight Club Theater. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that's a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the smog. <laughs> it's miserable. It, it, it's from everything I've heard. It's a dream come true. Just breathing in yeah. smog every day. Yeah, you you can't breathe at all. Uh, next question: the girl who played <laughs> Helena uh, to my the girl who played Helena to my Demetrius in the Midsummer scene. What was her name in the show that we did together? What was her real name? Was it A. Kelsey, B. Casey? C, Darlene, or D, Grundle? Ah, I would say Casey. It's between the first two. It is between the first two. So if you were to guess, if it's not Casey, what would it be? Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey. Because it sure ain't yeah. Grundle. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Last you remember question. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was gorgeous. How could I forget? I remember those. Yeah, shows. yeah. And sure, also, sure. you know what the other thing is? She was the only other one besides you who could act. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And I hope none of them will ever hear this interview. Um, okay. Um, next up, translate this phrase into English, Modesto. Translate this into English. Mantequilla de pato. Oh, my God, I actually noticed. Mantequilla de... Oh, my pizza. <laughs> Mantequilla de pato. Uh, uh, duck butter? <laughs> duck butter. <laughs> yeah, so I have no idea. Ryan and his friends have been saying duck butter since I, I've met him, and I still have no idea why. I just go along yeah. with it. It just seems funny. <laughs> yeah, it does. Actually, I'm like, really? Mantequilla de pato? Well, yeah, duck butter. <laughs> oh, yeah, duck butter. What else would it be? <laughs> I love that. Um, by the way, whatever you do, do not Google duck butter tonight. Okay, no. I won't or lemon do it. party. <laughs> do not Google lemon party. Don't do it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, hey Michelle, why don't you ask a couple sports questions before we go? I'm sorry. Why don't you ask the question about the th- the three thousand the three thousand uh, Jeter's hit? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, one second. I just ordered food and the person's here. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I got you covered. Um, uh, Modesto, did you get a chance? Uh, you know how uh, you know Clemente uh, uh, broke the record. Did you see? Did you get a chance to see Jeter's 3,000 hit this year, I, which was a home run? Yeah, I saw it on the. I didn't see it live. I saw it on the papers. Yeah, I, I read about it. And did you? So you didn't see it live. Did, did you play baseball growing up? I did 
play a little. I wasn't that good, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I was, I was wondering at that, actually, myself. Like, did you have any people coming into your rehearsal space or, or anything rehearsals that kind of were like, hey, you know, this is how you swing a bat or, you know, this is the kind of maybe particular movement you need to do. Are there any, like, movement coaches there to kind of help you or guide you along? Yeah, I've been going to the baseball center in the Upper West Side. I have a, a coach, uh, Robinson. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been working with him for a few few months just to get my, you know, the the motions, uh, you know, ready and and most of all me being comfortable doing the motions because I don't play baseball. I do play tennis. Okay, uh, and Paula, it's kind of Ella. in the same in the same world. Yeah, so I can tell right away if somebody doesn't play tennis because, you know, the way you move on the way, the way you hold your the racket and all of that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, working with, with this coach just to, you know, get my body in the right, you know, uh, the right way so I, I, I look the right way and I'm comfortable doing it. And so far I've gotten accolades for that. So uh, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Modesto, we must we must play tennis. I, you know, we ran into each other on the train, and uh, I was I had just come from playing tennis indoors with my friend who was in town from Colorado, and Modesto s- starts saying Ryan, but he has like like sunglasses on, and all these clothes, extra clothes on, and I see this guy Ryan, Ryan, and then I look down, and it turned out to be him. Thank God. Um, and uh, you, uh, I didn't realize that you love tennis. Uh, we who 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 do you root for? Do you root for Nadal, Federer, Djokovic? Who's your guy? Uh, Federer. I'm rooting for him. Uh, Ew, you know, bro. What's wrong? With uh, you? I know nothing about tennis. Yeah, uh, I'm rooting <laughs> for Roger. And actually, you know, they're playing now the ATP World uh, Finals, the Tour Finals. Yeah. Uh, so I'm rooting for him to win. He's playing tomorrow with Nadal. So let's see what happens. But he already won. He beat uh, Joel Wilfred Songa yesterday, so mm-hmm. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for him. But you know, I, I respect all of them. I mean, Djokovic um, is not my favorite player, but I can you cannot deny that he's he's had a great year. And you know, if you're a tennis fan, you have to acknowledge that anyway. Like he's done amazing stuff this year. So um, you know, amazing. But this is. The the fact that you said Federer is your boy really kind of makes me feel a certain way. Blazing Rye Radio no longer retains the rights to the Certain Way theme song. Hit the brakes, Florence. Back to you, Ryan, and what's her name? I'm much more of a Nadal man myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mr. Uh, Nadal, yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's see. I mean, Nadal has been, been challenged this year, and, you know, I think he lost with Djokovic all the matches this year, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, so um, let's see let's see what happens. <laughs> I have yeah. no let's, idea what we'll you're talking about. <laughs> well, that is just uh, expected. Um, so, Modesto, you can, catch, you can catch Modesto Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 6 p.m. until DC7, the Roberto Clemente story, closes. Um, we're going to do one more thing before we go. Uh, Modesto, Michelle, you're both familiar with this game, um, so Always. I don't think I need to explain the rules. Why don't we? What do you say we open it up? I like Let's it. Open it up. Yeah. The girl who's a mess, someone got you. Oh, like the mess, like-
already being unfaithful. Oh, yeah. And, and then she's turn like, around and get it and get For real unfaithful. But, like, I, I mean, she has, like, a like, good amount of money. So I'm like, and I put in all this time. And, you know, she's just, like, not a fun person to be around. You know, like, I just want to, like, you know, get my money's worth for all these years. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if she's if she's gonna if she's been pricing to get a prenup to begin with, um, right. You know, you may it, it may just. Or is there really like is, it, is that something where I can like bring a prenup into you guys and you guys like change some words around so like I end up getting more money in the divorce or something like that and then I'll sign that. Yeah, chances are. I mean, if she's. Uh, Already doing it before you get married. Here's the other thing, and I forgot to mention this. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. Uh, the whole reason we're, like, rushing to get married, and we're getting married next month, by the way, um, is she is preggers right now. And okay. I, you know, I think it's mine. It might be, but maybe not. If she has a kid, that's one more way to split up the money as well. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Um, okay, let me get your... What is your name? Okay. Uh, uh, Modesto, was that hot or a hot mess? That's hot. <laughs> that's so hot. That's so hot. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. I mean, I, it's funny. I think some people do things like that. You know, like, okay, if I get married, <laughs> you get money, blah, blah, you know, <laughs> with business. I mean, Kim Kardashian, for God's sakes. I don't know. Well, it was. She well, wasn't if really if the I'm one. not mistaken, was that was Jason Selvig, right? That was Jason Selvig? That was Jason Selvig, yes. Yeah. This is a guy Occupy. who openly mocks me to my face, and I still think he's funny. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, um, that's the thing. That's the thing with him is he, he's like, I'm full of shit, and how do you like that? Yeah. yeah. It's annoying, no, actually, that's but I actually, I'm, most of the time I'm like, invite Jason, he's funny. <laughs> 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 We're going. So, that's my feeling about him. So, I say hot. Yeah, he's Modesto. He's a guy that we went to college with, and he's he's a ke- comedian, satirist, uh, duck butter enthusiast. Okay. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> Well, we are fresh out of time. Um, Modesto, uh, anything else you want to say before we go? No. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, have a great time. Happy Thanksgiving, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and, uh, you know, good things for next year, for 2012. Yeah, definitely. It's got to be better than this. <laughs> right? Am I yeah, right? Anything is better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, Modesto, can people go, is there a place where people can go on the Internet to get tickets to your show? Yes. Uh, the website is www.teatrosea.com. C E A T R O S E A Theater C in Spanish Teatro Sea dot org and you can find out you know schedule tickets and you know all the information about the show so yeah you can log on Teatro C T E A T R O S E A dot org <laughs> awesome. Um, well, hey, man, uh, you're welcome back on the show anytime. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in real life again real soon. Yes. 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 Thank you, Ryan. And nice to meet you, Michelle. Let's play yes, some tennis. you as well. You as well. I, I hope that I get downtown to see your show. That would be great. 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 Thank you, guys. Good night. Good Take night. Take care. Good night, man.
All right, Modesto Lassen. Um and uh, Michelle, you're still there? I'm here. Yay, okay, so uh, let me make sure I have your mom's order right. Pizza. She wanted what kind of pizza? She wanted deep dish. Do you guys do deep dish? Deep dish, <laughs> no anchovies or anchovies? No anchovies. Duck butter, side of duck butter, duck butter on the side, I duck mean, butter in the parmesan. Put, if you could duck put duck butter on the side as like a dipping sauce, that'd be great. On the kiere pato. Okay, well, we'll get that out. It will take quite a bit of time, though. I do not Yeah, she'll get it by get like there. 7 a.m., totally fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, let's see. What, what, how, how can we, oh, I know how we can say goodnight. Um, well, thank you so much for for coming on the show tonight. You know, it's things have been hey, rough man, without Reed. Thanks for having me. This is fun. This is great. Absolutely, things have been rough without Regis around, so we're just trying to regroup. You know. Ah, uh, girl, that girl. <laughs> I'm this her. Um, okay. <laughs> so we'll be back um, after Thanksgiving. Hey, guess who our first guest back is, Michelle? Who? Jeremy Schoenfeld. Is he really? I'll he have is to call really, and huh? say hello. I will have to call and say hello. <laughs> That's that would you be know, fantastic. You know, Jeremy's a very special. He, he's a very special friend of mine. I love Jeremy. We work together. He's fantastic. He's quite a talented, quite a talented mofo. Yes, he is. All right. Well, I can think of no better way of saying good night than well, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, now. Happy yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michelle, you go to Watertown, you get that. Are you going to Watertown for Thanksgiving? You're saying No, yeah, I will be I will be here. I will be here. I'll have I will either be eating pizza or something of the sort. <laughs> That's that really sounds really good right now. I'm star something about these interviews makes me so hungry. I know, I understand. I just order some food. I'm I'm a little offended, first of all that you didn't order food from me. I'm also a little concerned <laughs> that I didn't know that I had a bunch of pizza right in front of me when I said I was so hungry just now. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. And lastly, if you don't get these guys out of here, I'm going to start turning on lights. Good night, <laughs> Michelle. Good night, everybody. Bye, aliens. Bye, aliens. Bye, Ryan. <laughs> eviction, Bye. eviction, eviction. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, everybody.